Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the first ever Majorly Mental podcast. Your three hosts today are Charles Finton, Abigail Dennis, and Jaden Yang. Hey. Say something, Jaden. I love it. Hey. Hey. Be All friendly. Right. Yeah. Now, before we get too into today's topic, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Yeah. All right. Like, y- y'all don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but do either of you uh, deal with or like know someone who deals with uh, some sort of mental illness? Like, this could be anything from anxiety to like heck, schizophrenia. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know a lot of people who talk about struggling, especially with like depression and anxiety. I don't know about schizophrenia, but <laughs> I definitely know. I definitely have several friends who who have talked about dealing with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like almost everyone has some sort of um, depression at some point. I mean, not doesn't have to be major, but a minor form of it. Um, and then I know a couple of people who have some anxiety issues and stuff like that that um, really affect them as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, I guess, something that you you pick up through the through whatever's going on in life. I guess, but mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's pretty common and these sort of mental issues are oftentimes most prevalent in people around our age. So this young adult, early adulthood age group, I guess. Yeah. Kind of like 18 to 18 to 35 ish. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we're going to be covering today. So th- this is a big issue today as so many people suffer and deal with a myriad of these sorts of problems and don't really know how to handle them or simply can't. Today, we hope to cover some of the main forms of these mental issues and information surrounding them. Now, seeing as one in every three young adults in the U.S. deal with some sort of mental illness, this topic seems like a good thing to talk about and possibly raise awareness on. Anyways, we should jump right into this topic. But first, do you have feelings? Are you a human being? Does helping others make you happy? If you answered yes to any of these, then you might want to hop on over to our wonderful Patreon and support the channel. By doing this, you get extra content such as bloopers and behind-the-scenes information. You can personally ask any of the people we have on this podcast any questions you want. And finally, you get to see a picture of Jaden without a shirt on. For the price of a cup of coffee, all of these things can be yours. Also, it would just make us very happy and support the channel. Thank you for listening, and now, back to the podcast. So... Mental illnesses. Mental illnesses. So, yeah, I mean, mental illness kind of spans a very broad range. Um, I've seen, in kind of doing research, I've seen anywhere from one in three young adults or um, about, you know, one in five Americans above the age of 18. It's like 20%, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, 20 to 30% of young adults and all adults suffer from diagnosable mental illnesses, um, which is crazy. And it's risen a lot. I think uh, reading through statistics, it's risen from like, it's risen about 36% from over the last 20 years. Yeah. That's just crazy to think about. Yeah. I do think in that age group that, um, especially from that above 18, there's just so much things changing in our life and stuff like that. Um, And, I think that can have a big effect on our mental issues as well, just because of the different stages of life we have to go through the age, age group. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, And I think especially just with how rapidly it's risen in the past 20 years, I mean, the biggest change in the last 20 years is, you know, cell phones and technology and media and just the connectedness 
you know, it was originally meant to be like this, this great, fantastic thing, but, you know, it's caused repercussions that I think are, are a lot more deep than we initially could have realized. So just this complete connectedness of everyone and this constant, uh, it's hard to explain, but you know, social media, influx of information kind of every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Just like an, an overload of maybe what our senses as, you know, hunter gatherers were, <laughs> yeah. 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 So in doing research, I found that four of the 10 leading causes of like disability, just, you know, disability in general are all mental illnesses, uh, depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, and OCD, really? um, which I, which I thought was extremely interesting. Um, yeah. So I guess let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, kind of the first topic that I have for you guys is probably the three most talked about um, and most common one, I feel like, uh, depression, anxiety, and um, obsessive compulsive disorder. So uh, what are y'all's impressions about all three of those? I mean, I, I do think these are three of the most common um, ones that we see in our world today, just because I think the severity of it of all three of those can vary so much. You know, you can see lesser forms of it. We can also see really major forms of it as well uh, throughout our world. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, this this website over here says about one, one out of every four people uh, deals with depression by the age of 20. Yeah, and I know that, you know, I, another website I was looking at said approximately 8 million people have depression each year. Um, and I know there's a difference from like, having depression versus being depressed and you know it can be um it can be genetic uh and family history but it can also be caused by you know social media bullying conflict at home conflict in friends um difficulty with jobs like it can be caused by anything which is so crazy it could be um like the weather like if it's really cold outside i know my mom she kind of becomes like a hermit yeah seasonal depression (laughs) she just gets a hermit with her little uh, sun lamp just sits there like a lizard you know it's yeah yeah Yeah. so what do y'all what do y'all think um i mean obviously it's a mental disorder or mental illness so there's not really necessarily gonna be a cure for it but what do y'all find uh you know having talked to people like what kind of things help with depression what kind of you know how should you treat people who have depression like what are your thoughts on that I mean as someone who's personally dealt with it for a long time a a huge step in dealing with it and helping like counteract the negative effects is just taking care of yourself that could be as simple Mm -hmm. as eating healthier getting more sleep uh just going to the gym really doing anything to help like counteract that let, or the the negative flow of dopamine or whatever can make yeah. a huge difference compared to just taking a pill in the morning you know yeah i do think as well as like you mentioned earlier about um the technology and stuff and just spending less time with you know people face to face i think that has a direct influence on it as well uh, especially in the last you know which, whatever you said 20 years or whatever yeah. and, and the increase in it i think that has a big part of it and i think if you do spend more time with other people um, then that the the rates of depression and anxiety will go down as well. For sure. I remember, I don't know the exact study, but I remember reading a study where um, in young adults, they like, I think it was teenagers and young adults, they like took their social media away or their phones away for, um, 
an extend, extended period of time. And like within three days, like they were significantly more improved. So I think it's just interesting that you, you mentioned that of, you know, maybe, maybe there is some merit to our parents saying it's the, the phones are causing the issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. What about, what about anxiety? I know we've kind of been focusing on depression. Y'all kind of feel like it's kind of the same thing of, you know, hanging out with people and just kind of taking better care of yourself. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. I think, I th- also think anxiety could have, I think anxiety could have a little bit more severe, um, consequences as well from it. Like, I think it's a little, obviously anxiety can stem from depression as well, but I think mm-hmm. like anxiety is a little bit more severe than just normal depression. Mm-hmm. Um, just in general. Yeah. And one of the things that both of these can lead to is like much later down the line is like suicide and self-harm. For sure. So we, we should probably move on to that topic now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, hard topic to, to move on to. Yeah. Um, yeah, in doing research, um, there's it's anywhere between the second and the third leading cause of death in people 18 to 34. The CDC said it was the second leading cause, but other other resources said it was the third leading cause, which is as far as like leading causes of death, the fact that suicide is yeah. the leading cause of death is is yeah. terrifying. Yeah, like third or second, that's still a crazy amount of people. Yeah, I was in, also from the CDC. Um, I, I got this. I got this quote and this information that suicide was responsible for forty-eight thousand one hundred eighty-three deaths in twenty twenty-one, um, which is about one death every eleven minutes. Dang. Yeah, um, and that the number of people who think about or attempt suicide is even higher. Also in twenty twenty-one, it was an estimated twelve point three million American adults. So not just specifically young adults, but it is the, you know, it is more prevalent in young adults. Um, they seriously thought about suicide, 3.5 million planned suicide attempts and 1.7 million attempted suicide. And those are just the documented results. Like, I'm sure that there are so much more, so much more that is undocumented um, from, you know, people not wanting to talk about it and from shame about it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a social taboo. Like you, you don't really talk about it around anyone it's usually just your close friends and even then you wouldn't really want to like single yourself out as someone who might need help or something like that you know right what are your thoughts Jaden? that some of these has gone up also could stem from technology as well i mean just like social uh, networking you know like cyberbullying and stuff like that's been a big thing in our world the last couple i mean last 10 to 15 years mm-hmm. and i mean that's just it's an added way for people to feel bad about themselves like you know earlier on it would just be in person you know not as many people are gonna put you down and bully you when you're standing right there next to them you know yeah. i think technology has definitely increased that um i mean and like you said earlier i mean a lot of this comes from depression and anxiety as well yeah for sure um, and then off of that, you know, self-harm, uh, the highest uh, percentage of like uh, Americans is actually in teenagers, but college students are the second highest with about 15% um, having engaged in any self-harm. And the fact that like 
teenagers and like middle schoolers are the highest number that that percentage is only going to go up as they become you know our age 18 to to their 30s um which is just crazy um i mean self-harm can be you know from depression anxiety it can be from really a whole wide span of things um and it varies too yeah it's kind of a sad topic to think about you know yeah it's just it's it's crazy how i feel like in the last couple years that like more and more people from around like where i live and stuff you know you hear more people committing suicide or attempting Mm. and stuff like that i think it's just like i feel like five years ago i didn't hear about anyone around here doing it but like as time goes on the more and more i've heard about it right and i mean you know especially in teenagers young adults you know we constantly joke about you know if something goes wrong oh i'm gonna kill myself like you know like yeah i I hear that so often Mm -hmm. and it's honestly an awful thing to joke about but it is especially in the the world we live to yeah so yeah yeah it's just that's a scary side effect of or not side effect but it's a scary consequence um of mental illness yeah so moving off of that (laughs) yeah moving off of that little uh escapade uh what about personality disorders so that's yeah that's that's a big that's, one. That's one that I feel like I feel like people do talk about it, but I feel like they don't talk about the specifics of it, you know? Yeah. Um, in the research, it was about nine percent of young adults in the US deal with some form of personality disorder. And there's a lot of different forms of personality disorder. Oh, yeah. I found a, a good definition kind of all encompassing was a personality disorder is a mental health condition where people have a lifelong pattern of seeing themselves and reacting to others in ways that cause problems. Uh, People with personality disorders often have a hard time understanding emotions and tolerating distress, and they act impulsively. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's kind of, I think it's one of those things that can be harder to diagnose as a mental illness. Definitely, definitely. I mean, it's definitely less common, I think, than like the typical anxiety, depression, like we've talked about earlier, I think it's definitely less common and you definitely see it less throughout your daily life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it could stem off of other things. Like if you have anxiety, that could lead you to possibly gain one of these personality disorders. Right. And I, I know uh, another statistic is that 84% of people with personality disorders also suffer from some other mental disorder. So, yeah. you know, one causes the other or they come hand in hand kind of a trickle effect mm-hmm. yeah so going off of that um <laughs> sorry i know we didn't You're spend good. too much on that topic but we got to get through this so mm-hmm. going on to another pretty big topic nowadays especially with the whole advent of technology and all of that would be body dysmorphia and gender dysmorphia yeah yeah body dysmorphia and gender dysphoria um dysphoria sorry <laughs> No, you're good. They they look similar. Um, yeah, I mean, what are y'all what are y'all thoughts like initial thoughts on that and everything? Because that's a that's a big topic nowadays. I think it's just part of the culture now. It's so there's there's so much information and so much like this, so much that, and it it all comes together and it's so confusing. I I don't see how people aren't you know questioning all of this stuff, especially with yeah. gender. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. 
Yeah, because I mean, I know that especially, I mean, body dysmorphia has been around for a while. I mean, you know, with the rise of like Hollywood and, you know, models and all that kind of stuff, especially among women, but even among men, it's just, you know, body dysmorphia is the feeling, you feel self-conscious about your looks and you want to change something, Um, which can lead to eating disorders, depression. It can also lead to like self-harm. And so while that has been around for a while, I think it is getting worse, especially with now this like subtopic of gender dysphoria of if you're not happy with yourself as a male or as a, a female, now it's become normalized to be able to, you know, to be able to change that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely a tough topic to talk about, especially with the gender dysphoria. You just, I mean, there's not a whole lot that you can take away unless you, like, I feel like unless you've experienced it yourself, like, I feel like you'll never know what it feels like to do that unless you've done it yourself, you know? Right. Cause I'm sure we're, we're all unhappy with ourselves and how we look at some point, but it's yeah. a much more deep thing. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on ADHD. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, research says that almost 12% of teenagers and young adults are diagnosed with ADHD. And while it's not as dangerous or serious as some of the previously mentioned mental health issues, it can still be the cause of many other problems if not handled in a correct way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I know more and more like kids and teenagers are getting diagnosed with some kind of ADHD. Yeah. And kind of going back to that whole, you know, oh, well, the teenagers are going to be young adults in. 10 years or so that's also scary that like just you know is like you know is, our society wasn't originally meant to make accommodations you know it was kind of the whole tough it out or you know you're fine get over yourself but now our society is kind of being like oh well we need to make accommodations for everyone uh and so it'll just be interesting to see how that affects society oh yeah definitely i definitely think this this affects a lot of people in their daily lives, especially like, like you said, in kids, like, especially just sitting in school, like when you're sitting there all day and you have ADHD, like it can be very hard to focus in school or focus uh, wherever you're at. And I think like this could, this, it has a large, like you said, whether it's not, it's not as dangerous as other mental illnesses, it does have a very large effect on you in your daily life. Yeah. Right. Like they, they get hyper sitting still all day and then they right, yeah like take it out when they go home, you know? Exactly. And um, yeah, especially even... when, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> especially when like teachers expect you to, you know, focus all day, like you said, how we're not very accommodated for it, but you know, like still society expects you to be able to behave and stuff like that. And sometimes with that mental illness, like it's hard to. Right. Yeah. Or even like in a, in a regular nine to five job. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So moving on to our last topic of the day, uh, PTSD. Oh boy. <laughs> so this this could be. I mean, PTSD. It could also be known as some form of acute stress disorder. That could be known as some kind of an anxiety. But uh, around ten percent of young adults deal with some form of PTSD. And like, while it can be cured, doing certain things, it's. Yeah, it it just takes a lot of time and counseling and people aren't always open to getting that, you know? Right. And I mean, you know, 
it's kind of one of those things of like, can it fully be cured or can people just learn to cope with it? Cause yeah. I mean, people can also turn to, you know, alcohol or substance abuse as a form of coping, which is not, <laughs> that's a whole other topic to get into. Yeah. That's not really a mental illness, but that's, that's another huge thing to discuss yeah. in another, in another episode. I mean, we can also talk about that just real quick right now. Cause it does go into PTSD. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, one in 11 young adults are heavy drinkers and one in seven have some form of substance abuse and they can cause mental illness or they can be used as a method of coping, um, especially for PTSD. Um, And that's kind of it's crazy that a lot of people turn to that instead of therapy or other forms to to help their PTSD. Yeah, I mean, therapy takes time and counseling is expensive, you know. Why do that yep. when you could just go to the store, buy a six pack of beer or something? and <laughs> Which yeah. also racks up to be expensive. It know? does, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, with, you know, more drugs and alcohol becoming more socially acceptable, um, I know, like, you can get more addicted to these drugs and alcohol as well, just based off the social norms of today's age. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well... Before we wrap up, like for the episode, uh, if any of you listeners have questions or concerns or anything relating to today's episode, feel free to contact us at majorlymental.com or email us at majorlymental at gmail.com. We would love to hear your ideas and learn more about what you might be going through. Thank you so much for tuning in today and listening to this podcast. Remember to subscribe if you enjoyed the episode and support us on Patreon so we can continue to make these episodes. Patreons also gain access to episodes a week before they go live. Finally, thank you to our sponsors at TMU and BetterHelp for making this episode possible.